Hello and welcome back to an episode of Bases Loaded. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, probably ooh, over a month or so. Um, but we are back, hopefully in the swing of things now, at the start of the new year. And for kind of our first episode back, um, probably a little bit of a shorter one, mostly talking about NFL playoffs, which started... Um, this past weekend with the wild card round and we might touch a little bit of like NBA as we get close um, kind of close to like the mid-season uh, part of the se- midway point of the season um, we have the trade deadline is February 8th and then the all-star weekend I believe is that following or that upcoming weekend as well so we're at that point where you know Teams will be pushing towards the play-in tournament if they have a chance or trying to get one of those top six seeds and, you know, secure a playoff spot without having to do the whole wild card, um, you know, weekend or the play-in tournament and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, we're about also about a month away Actually, I think less than a month away from, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting for spring training for baseball. Um, we also have, you know, March Madness coming up in probably around, yeah, about two months. Two months or so, there'll be like, you know, selection Sunday and stuff like that. So we got some, you know, events coming up um, that'll keep us busy as well as some shows and kind of special things that I want to do. Um, you know, if there's any week or so that we don't have really a whole lot to talk about. Um, but jumping in to the wild card games that took place this weekend. Um, sixteen, yeah, six games. Um, two games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Supposed to have three games Sunday, and then one Monday night. But um, a lot of snow and blizzardy type weather in Buffalo so that pushed the Bills uh, playoff game against the Steelers to yesterday which the Bills won 31-17 to uh, Josh Allen four total touchdowns uh, you know no interceptions I think he had like two or some yards passing um, pretty much you know they were the favorites to win um, you know it looked like it was going to be more of a blowout than it seemed but um considering like you know uh Pittsburgh was starting Mason Rudolph at quarterback who had been starting for them the past couple of weeks as well um and played pretty solid in those weeks um but you know they don't have you know the offensive firepower to keep up with the Bills as they you know had Stefan did uh, as receiver Dalton Kincaid is the rookie tight end Dawson not their you know previous like kind of starting tight end um, was injured for you know good part of the season so that kind of allowed Kincaid as the rookie to step up he also had a receiving they both had receiving touchdowns yesterday um, and then their second receiver Gabe Davis was ruled out so then you know some other receivers stepped up like Schaefer had a 17-yard touchdown reception. So, 
and you know Pittsburgh is missing JJ or TJ Watt, um, their star pass rusher, and you know it kind of uphill battle underdog for them, and you know they kind of um, you know they tied a game that could have been a blowout and made it closer than it you know the store seemed at a point, um, but their season's over. And then the other Monday night, and then the Monday night game that was, you know, going to be the only game was Buccaneers and Eagles. Um, Buccaneers pretty much blew out the Eagles, thirty-two to nine. Um, so last year's Super Bowl um, NFC champion runner-up is out. Um, and that, w- and then the other, I mean, the closest team was. The Rams-Lions, who played Sunday night in Detroit. Detroit hosting their first playoff game in 30 years. And they held on to win against former Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams, 24-23. And that was pretty much the last of the close teams. Everything else was uh, blowouts. Uh, We had the Chiefs uh, beating the Dolphins 26-7 in very cold Cincinnati or Kansas City. Uh, the Tetsons beat the Browns 45 to 14, and then the Packers beat the Cowboys 48 to 32 in Dallas. So, you know, um, I guess if you're fans of the teams that won, you know, you're you're happy for the blowouts. Um, if you're like a just a football fan in general hoping for, like, you know, the playoffs, maybe, like, you know, the competitive games. Uh, we pretty much only got one, really, and that was the Lions and Rams. I mean, the Bills and Steelers was close, but, like, um, more of a blowout than the score tells. Um, then, yeah, everything else, pretty much blowout. I mean... No, I mean the biggest surprise probably is the Packers beating the Cowboys, and then maybe the Buccaneers beating the Eagles. Though the Eagles had pretty much struggled, you know, these last six or seven weeks going into the playoffs. Like they started ten and one, you know, really good. You know, they they didn't let you know they can get back to the Super Bowl and then win it this time. Um, that's not going to be the case as you know they lose in Wild Card Weekend. And also the news that their star center, uh, Jason Kelsey, it seems like he will be officially announcing his retirement from the NFL. And everything else, you know, um, you know, the Cowboys pretty much, as they always do, kind of overachieve. You know, they have a team that can do it. Um... You know, on paper, you're like, this is a pretty complete team. And then come playoff times, they kind of have, you know, moments where they shoot them. shoot themselves in the foot. And, you know, that kind of ends their playoff, um, you know, hopes. Um, there's some, like, you know, maybe some rumbling, some news about maybe Mike McCarthy might be out. And then maybe, you know, now former... Um, you know, Patriots coach Bill Belichick, who him and the Patriots decided to part way, mutually part ways. After I believe it was like 24 years, 25 years, somewhere there. Um, 
that he to be a candidate. Uh, he's meeting with the Falcons for their head coaching position, I think, this week. So we'll see what happens if he comes to Dallas or what, um, you know, that'll be and what, you know, we'll keep uh, updated in the weeks to come. Um, we'll see. I don't know if they'll make any news about hiring a coach until maybe after the Super Bowl. Um, they might do it before. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, yeah, uh, Tetsons blew him out. Um, it was kind of a close team, and then uh, Joe Flacco, quarterback for the Browns, like their fifth quarterback of the season, or the fifth quarterback they've been using use this season, threw like back-to-back pit sitzes, uh, I believe consecutive throws. So that kind of put him out of position in like, you know, an uphill battle to try and come back and then and just, just couldn't do it. Um... Yeah, the Packers. It was like twenty. I think it was like twenty-seven to seven into halftime, or going into halftime. Uh, Cowboys got the ball out of halftime, scored a field goal, and that's kind of about as close as it got. Um, Aaron Jones had like had three touchdowns. Um, and a hundred. Some yards rushing. Jordan Love, I believe, had three touchdowns. Um, that pressed out through like 300-some yards. He had three touchdown passes, all to the tight end, Jake Ferguson. Um, he had a pit sits that was like, you know, ooh, was like a minute or so into before halftime to increase the deficit. And he had another pick earlier that like set up uh the second Aaron Jones rushing touchdown I believe. So pretty much you know, nothing as far as competitive games, you know, they're not the most competitive um that you would have liked to see come playoff time. Um which is kind of always like, you know, a thing you know, with playoff regardless of sports, like you wanna see like oops you know, the best of the best. You want to see, like, a close game type thing, close series on. Sometimes that just doesn't happen. So it's kind of disappointing because, like, you know, you want to see these are supposed to be, like, you know, the best teams of the year going at it. And then, you know, it becomes, like, you know, like 32 to 9, or as in the Buccaneers and Eagles, or 45 to 14, as in, like, the Tetsons and uh, Browns. So. That was Wild Card Weekend, which sets up the divisional round. Uh, starting this Saturday, we have the Ravens, uh, the number one seed in the AFC, the Ravens, hosting the Tetsons. That is at 3.30 Eastern Time. Um, and then following that, we have the f- number one seed in the NFC, the 49ers, take down the Packers at 7.15. And Sunday, we have the Buccaneers at the Lions at 2 o'clock. And then the Chiefs at the Bills at 5.30. Uh, so I guess, like, initial reactions that these should be, you know, a lot closer games than the wildcard weekend, you would think. Um, we'll kind of see with, you know, the games on Saturday as they're playing the number one 
as the number one seeds, um, you know, play for the first time this playoff as they get buys into the divisional round. So we'll see how that works out with, like, you know, the Tetsons and Packers having played the previous week and putting on dominant performances, how that, um, that can carry over to this, this divisional round. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, like, you know, the Ravens and the Niners have been very dominant this season, so, you know, they are the favorites. Uh, the Niners are a 9.5-point favorite, and then the Ravens are 9-point favorites. Um, so we'll see. Um, I think, like, the Ravens are going to get back... Uh, they might get back their tight end, star tight end Mark Andrews, who injured his ankle like a month or so ago, at least a month ago. Um, so if that happens, you know, that gives another weapon, um, you know, a more a trusted weapon for Lamar Jackson, who could be the MVP, um, for the second time in his career. And, you know, I don't, I think as of now, you know, considering those teams are so dominant and having the first seed, I think, you know, the Ravens and Niners win. I think they might be able to keep it close for a little bit. Um, you know, Tetsons have been, I mean, both have been a good surprise story um, this season. But, you know, the Ravens and Niners are so good, both defensively and, you know, Niners are more have a lot more offensive firepower uh, with like McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle um, than the Ravens do at the moment. I mean, if Mark Andrews does is able to play, you know that'll give him someone as well, or like yeah, like his trusted tight end as well as like some like, you know receivers like Ricky Zay Flowers, um, Odell Beckham Jr. should play. They have Nelson Aguilar. Um, I think so. Those will be kind of, you know, for those Saturday games. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, it could be close for a little bit, or it could be like you know some other blowouts like we had previous wild card weekend. Um, Sunday will be. I would say maybe the more closer games. Um, definitely some more interesting, more interesting matchups. Um, we have the Chiefs at the Bills uh, with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs playing um, their first road playoff game um, since he's become the starter. And Buffalo, and then Buccaneers at the Lions. You know, Lions trying to continue their you know playoff run. Um, you know, for the first time in 30 years that they've had a playoff, I think they've hosted a playoff game, um, and they won, you know, had to beat their former quarterback, their team, um, in a very close game and held on to win. Now they face a Buccaneers team, you know, just pretty much steamrolled um, last year's NFC champions and the Eagles, um, and they did it at home. Now the Buccaneers have to go um, on the road, and but I mean, yeah, like 
you had like the teams that hadn't played that had the bye last week playing on Sunday and then the teams hosting the Sunday games played last week so that's kind of interesting I mean like the number one seeds play like the lowest um, number seed remaining so like you know with the Packers being the seventh seed and winning like we knew that they were going to play the Niners um, but like who the te- who the Ravens would play uh, depended on like the Bills Steelers game yesterday because if the Steelers won then um, they would go and play the Ravens and the Tetsons would play the Chiefs in Kansas City so um, it all kind of depends on like that or like you know NBA um, I'm guessing NHL and baseball were like you know they have a bracket so that you know like if you're the 8th seed or like if you're the number 1 seed in the you know NBA and you know you're gonna play the winner of like uh like the 4-5 or five game like you're not gonna like if the 7th seed wins like you play them like that's not yeah so um that kicks off you know Saturday afternoon at three thirty. That might be that might be that might not be Eastern time. That might be just like yeah, right there. Might be three thirty. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that because then you know that game would go to about uh sits you know maybe forty five you know sits fifty kind of in that time frame. With like you know. You know how long it takes to get to halftime. Halftime's twenty minutes, and then you know, depending on like then yeah, you know, so I'll give them like you know plenty of time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think, you know, I think Forty ers Ravens win. Um, I'm gonna go with the Lions winning that. Uh, the Lions winning their game. And then I'm gonna take the Chiefs over the Bills and that game to set up that'd be Ravens Chiefs for the AFC and the Niners Lions for the NFC, which is next Sunday or Sunday the twenty eighth. Um the AFC game will be at two o'clock on CBS and then the NFC game is at five thirty on Fox. So, and then the Super Bowl will be the 11th at 5.30 on CBS. So, that's how the um, kind of playoff football has, you know, uh, gone down so far. You know, reactions and a little bit of division round predictions for this. Um, so yeah we'll see uh, next week we'll talk about you know react to that the division rounds and see if I'm right or not and you know go from there so going over to NBA um, like I said you know we're kind of at that mid-season point let me me see just checking the standings um, 
And then we'll see the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics, 31-9, and nine, so they've played 40 games. And then the Western Conference, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves at 28-11. So, yeah, they played around 40 games-ish around there. It looks like 38 to 40 games is looks like what people have played at this time. Um, okay. So yeah, they play. I mean, they play 82 games a season. You know, we have, like I said, trade deadline is February 8th. I don't. Is when is the All Star game? Is that like the 11th? No, it wouldn't be the 11th. Is that Super Bowl Sunday? They wouldn't do that. Uh, I'm gonna guess the 18th. Yeah. Okay. So that following weekend. The weekend after the Super Bowl is the All-Star Weekend. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. All right. I see what we're doing now. So, yeah, we're half about almost at the halfway point of the season. Uh, we had some games yesterday that they did um, to do every year um, in honor of Don. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, they always have a game in Atlanta, uh, his birthplace, and then Memphis, where, you know, he was pretty active in there, as well as being the site of his assassination in uh, 68. Um, and both, I believe, the Grizzlies and... Yeah, the Grizzlies and Hawks both won. Um, we had... So there was like some later games at night, and then we had like some earlier games, like I think like two or something like that. So quite an interesting schedule of games for a Monday. Um, but like you know, being a holiday like that, you know, they do stuff to celebrate and have more you know games kind of spread out throughout the day. Um, tonight we have a very some very good matchups. Um, both the two nationally televised games and then um, the game that's not being televised unless, you know, you're in the local market for that. Also, a good intriguing matchup. So the national games, we have the Nuggets. Uh, yeah, the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets at the Philadelphia 76ers. At Philadelphia, that is at 6.30 on TNT. And the later game on TNT is the Oklahoma City Thunders at the Los Angeles Clippers. And then the third game, not nationally televised, but we have the Sacramento Kings at the Phoenix Suns. So, a pretty good slate of matchup games, um, both nationally televised and not, for tonight. As yeah, we get close to the uh, trade deadline, we did have someone, uh, the Pistons traded Marvin Bagley the third, I believe. The Wizards and exchange. I believe the Wizards got some second round pits. I believe two. I don't know if it's for this year's draft or next year or something like that, but I believe that's right. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and we'll see. Like you know. So yeah, I mean, we're like a month away from the trade deadline, or less than a month. So we'll kind of probably see. You know, won't see a whole lot of trade. Um, 
you know, news ramp up until we get closer to that um, February 8th. I don't know what exactly the deadline time is. Might be like 4 Eastern time, something like that. I know for baseball, it's like, yeah, it's about 4 or so Eastern time for the trade deadline. But like even after it's like the clock officially hits like 4 o'clock, you know, you still have like trade news coming in because like, you know, trades that maybe happen like, you know, with 5 or 10 minutes to go um, becoming official and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you kind of watch out just because like it's, you know, it says it's the time when it says it's officially over doesn't mean like, you know, you're not going to have a trade or two that comes in. Um, so standings, Eastern Conference, like I said, Boston at 31 and 9 is in, has the number one, um, at the moment, uh, they ha- they're very impressive. 19 and 0 at home. You know, 11 and 1 against the division, though. In regards to the NBA, a division really doesn't matter because it's all about you know where you stand in the conference. But even so, they have a also an impressive 23 and 6 record against the Eastern Conference, and a point differential of 9.7. So Milwaukee is in second, three games back of Boston. Philly is in three. Uh, Cleveland at four. Miami at five. Indiana Pacers at six. So that rounds out like the top six that would, you know, clinch a playoff spot. Um, and for the play-in teams, we have New York Knicks at seven. Orlando Magic at eight. Chicago Bulls at 9, and the Brooklyn Nets at 10. Though they are tied record-wise with the Atlanta Hawks at 16-23, and 23, and then the Toronto Raptors um, currently 12th in the conference with a record of 15-25, and 25, or only a game and a half out of that 10th and final play-in spot. And for the Western Conference, um, as always, a little bit more competitive more closer um, you know we have ten and a half games between the 12th seed and the one seed at the moment um, like we previously mentioned the Minnesota Timberwolves on the number one uh, seed in the conference as of now with a record of 28 and 11 uh, Oklahoma City Thunder at the two one game behind uh, Denver Nuggets also one game behind, but in third, um, they have a record, a lower winning percentage as of now. Um, though they played, it's like two more games than Oklahoma City, so um, that take that into account. The LA Clippers at four, uh, three games behind Minnesota. Sacramento teams, uh, five games behind in the fifth five seed. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Also five games behind, uh, but have played in let's say two games uh, less than Sacramento. Um, so that rounds out the top six. Um, seven seed is New Orleans Pelicans. Same record as Dallas. Um, do they have like a better? Let's say yeah, they have a better conference record, so that's why they are the sixth seed as of now. Phoenix Suns at eight. Seven games behind Utah Jazz, seven and a half behind, and then the Los Angeles Lakers currently in tenth. 
in the 10th and final play-in tournament um, spot. Um, nine games back. Houston Rockets, nine games back. Um, played less games. And then we have Golden State Warriors at 10.5. So, yeah, like I said, it's a lot more competitive in the um, Western Conference than it is the East, as is usually the case. Um, it's just that Eastern Conference always seems to be like very top heavy. Like you have like two, um, maybe not two, like three or four teams that are kind of at the top, you know, you know, above the rest of the conference, and then you have like some like second and third tier teams that are like um, kind of there. So and that's kind of where we stand. Like you know, less than a month. The trade deadline, you know, we'll keep, um, what is it? We'll keep, like, you know, um, what's the word? Updating, yeah. Kind of discussing, um, you know, what we have at the moment. And, you know, we'll see, I mean, kind of check back the stains every now and then. I mean, teams, um, you know, really only play like three to four games in a week, if that. So, made a little bit of noise, but not a whole lot. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all we, all I have really for the moment. Um, so yeah, we'll discuss. Uh, NFL division round uh, games and preview the NFC and AFC uh, conference championships. Um, we might do a little, yeah, touch the NBA, see where that is. Um, we might do some college uh, basketball. Um, yeah, we didn't talk, talk college football. We can do that a little bit. That's time, perhaps. Um, see what happens. I try and I want to keep these short. Like, you know, half an hour-ish. Um, typical podcast. Like, well, I have more like a sports show, half an hour sports show, top show. Um, length, I suppose. Like, you know, something more like an hour or something like that. Um, so, yeah, that'll be the thing. Yeah, that's really all I have for the this time. Um, good to be back. And thanks for listening, and have a good one.